Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey guys, you know what time it is. Talking about our sponsor here on Landsharks After Dark, my bookie, the easiest place for you to bet on sports of all kinds, uh, including college sports, bowl games. Not an old Miss bowl game, of course, but uh, now is not the time or place to uh, get into that once again. But here's all you need to do if you want to use my bookie and support Landsharks After Dark, get on there, sign up, start a new account, use our code. It's Shark25. Uh, you're going to get $25 bonus cash. You're going to get a deposit match on deposits of $100 or more. So that's just some free cash you to gamble with. Uh, and like I said, just like a couple seconds ago, you're going to be helping out the show when you do it. So really appreciate that. Um, we use it here on the show. Uh, it's a great site. Super easy to use. And uh, and it's fun. And they're, they've been a good sponsor for us here. So uh, check it out. My bookie. Uh, you play, you win, you get paid. It's that simple. All right. On to the show. Welcome to Landsharks After Dark, your weekly dispatch from the dystopian reality that is Old Miss Athletics. I'm your host, Justin Sanders. It is that time of year again, another crushing signing day for Old Miss football, kind of a tradition that we've come to love around these parts. Here to discuss it with me, uh, I have two fitting co-hosts on the line. Uh, I think they, they've asked me to, to introduce them by the, their nickname, The Boys, at Will Bedwell and Wes and Dean. What's up, guys? Whoop, whoop. What up? What up? Hey, Justin. Hey, buddy. And Landshark After boys. Dark Nation. Landshark Nation. Happy. We're feeling it. Early signing day. Everybody's so happy today. Things went whoop, whoop. really well. No, uh, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong here, I don't think Ole Miss lost any of their commitments. Let's get it. Let's go, that's, dude. That's a technical cor- correct. Technically correct. Correction. Uh, I think my favorite my favorite thread of the day, and we've been talking about just the the general vibe on Ole Miss message boards right now is just you know near suicidal, if not beyond that level. Uh, someone said something like, "I forget the exact number, but I think it was like, thank God we signed all nine of our offensive line commits." Like I'm pretty sure they were being like very dryly sarcastic. It's just really funny. Uh, that would have been terrible if we lost any of those guys. Um, I, I mean, we're, we're going to get into it. Obviously we're talking about early signing day and outcome, Uh big story. Of course, old miss was told they were in it late with five-star horn Lake linebacker, Nakobe Dean, his, that's why I got the champagne radar. Jones. <laughs> yeah. You got, you got some bubbles on tap. I right, popped it. Right, I poured it out. I can't wait to, you know, I've been at work, so I hadn't been you able to caught up on it. Keep up with everything, but you're going to let me know about all of yeah, our big wins. Well, yeah, for, yeah. His teammate radar Jones would have been, would have been a good addition at cornerback. He's unfortunately going to LSU. So that was, wait, I thought radar was waiting on, 
Yeah, Damn. you know, there was it was okay. a possibility, it seemed, that maybe Kobe and, and Radar would play together at Old Miss. But no, lost Radar. Uh, a little bit after that, um, you know, Nakobe opens up a box, got this ugly ass long sleeve t shirt in there. Uh, it's got a Georgia Bulldog on it. Turns out he's gonna, he's going to Georgia. Hey, do you ever think though, like, okay, so they got his letter of intent. Georgia did. I guess I don't know. I assume. Yeah. I know we didn't get one, but what I'm saying is. You know, kids, they're, like, back and forth a lot, even the day of. Maybe they plan to ceremony. So, like, there's an old Miss shirt in a box somewhere, right? Yeah, I do wonder that. And they just accidentally switch them up. But, you know, you don't want to look like a fool. You can't back off on that. On the ESPN. I feel like this decision that he made was he had made it up for a while. I mean, maybe so. He claims that's not true. Um, Ole Miss fans kind of uh, upset, you could say, that he threw up the land shark in the Mississippi-Alabama game. I mean, let's first of all, let's get it out of the way. Very similar to Cam Akers. I don't, I don't fault the kid. I mean, he's making he's making a decision that, to do what's best for him. Uh, basically, his choice was come to Ole Miss, be essentially, you know, the face of the program, the the best recruit Ole Miss has signed since Greg Little, the best defensive recruit since, like, Tony Connor, Robert Kimdichie, um, and, and kind of be the big man on campus, but on a struggling team with a, you know, questionable long-term head coaching situation. Um, I do think that if Matt Luke had been able to sign the Kobe Dean today, probably would have guaranteed at least another two seasons uh, as we are now. I don't know things are – pretty dire um the the fan base is is beyond uh exasperated i would say and then just to finish my thought the, the other choice was you know go to go to athens um join a team that's gonna win the east you know probably multiple times while you're there maybe make the playoff play for kirby smart follow roquan smith i mean either way you're gonna end up in the nfl the, both choices are are, are are decent but I, I don't think you can fault the kid for picking the team with a, the much higher ceiling um, I, I don't know. I, I think people that are really mad at him kind of need to take a step back from the ledge. It's going to be okay. And just remember how many times we felt this. Just think back to Cam Akers and Drew Richmond and Jeff Simmons. It's okay. It's going to be fine. We're all still here. It's fine. What are you gonna hey, say? Obviously, he doesn't have the ego to be a superstar. If he doesn't want to so. come and be the face of the program, you know, that's not the... Yeah, he wouldn't want to be the face of a, of a dying I've been, program. I don't know. I've kind of... I mean, hey, come uh, on. <laughs> what do you mean, Wes? Um, now nah, I was my train of thought, Dad Gummit. No, no, what I'm saying now, no, I remember. Uh, okay, so he's good, probably walking God. into a better uh, situation than Cam Akers was, because I mean, like Kirby's, unless Kirby gets like an NFL gig or something, I'm like, he's guaranteed to be at Georgia for a while. So, yeah, like it's pretty stable. Like when when Jimbo left Florida State, I mean, that went down. Mm-hmm. Man, that ship sunk quick. This kid wants to play for a national championship. Not I don't understand kids these around, days. But I feel like that Nicobe Dean's going to a much better situation at Georgia than Cam did at, at Florida State. Not that I fought Cam. I mean, I think the whole thing, too, is not, Ole Miss not being able to lock down a lot of the Well, I mean, at the same that's... time, can you really say that what happened to Cam is better than what would have happened if he had come to Ole Miss? I mean, he would have played for Freeze and Longo and then Matt Luke and the Bull Band and all. Like, both situations turned out to be kind of shitty. 
Yeah, yeah, that's true. So definitely don't fault him either. It's I well, mean, why not pick the Mississippi made shitty? But you know, I digress. I mean, I think. Hey, we're Arkansas made now, right? Yeah, we got some yeah. Arkansas players with the Darius Thomas offensive We've tackle. We've been be their good. top ten. Hey, I pulled up a list of our top ten. I can go through whenever, okay. and you can tell me who. We got. I mean, the day that Ole Miss can consistently win like nine. Like at least win, like having a minimum of nine games a year, and like every three and a half to four years, like making a huge run. Like all these in-state prospects are gonna leave. Like there's no reason for them to stay because Ole Miss isn't competent as a program. The only time it was competent was when Freeze got here from like that stretch of like 2012 to the end of 2015. After that, the wheels just kind of fell off. I mean, and there, and even then, like Freeze didn't really recruit in-state like he should have, and. You know, you miss some defensive player after defensive player, and the rest is history. But, I mean, I think things would change, obviously, if you had a, a really good uh, program. A lot of these, like, really good players would go to Bama. Or not as many of them would go to Bama and elsewhere. Um, yeah. they'd, they'd want to pick Ole Miss. I mean, at least, like, the last time that happened was in, when C.J. Johnson's class with, like, Moncrief and all those, like, Vince Sanders and all those players, like, Ole Miss had just come off like a Cotton Bowl win. I mean, they were nine and four. They right. kind of raked it up in recruiting in state. So that something like that's going to happen and sustain success for all these in-state players to get kind of like bought in again. But until Matt Luke is, I think, probably gone, it's probably not going to happen. Uh, I I, just, I don't I don't think that our boosters and fans are like committed to winning. I guess you could say. Obviously, it's hard to compete with what's going on right now, like it's say Georgia or Texas A&M or what's always been going on under Saban at Alabama. And these are uh, well-oiled machines when it comes to locking up these late commitments, you know, however you want to take that. Um, but at the end of the day, if you can't form a relationship and break through that with Mississippi kids, I don't know how, like you're just, you may as well give up on competing head to head with any of these blue chip programs um, because if you were ever going to beat Georgia for a kid right now, it should have been, you know, the kid in your own backyard. I, I honestly, I don't, I, I don't have any details or any insight as to what went down. Obviously Georgia is very good at winning signing day battles right now. Take that however you want. Um, I, I, I think that Nicobe was listening to both schools. I think stuff had to have changed in the last 24 hours. Um, I have no idea, obviously, no evidence. Uh, but um, I, my, I guess, I guess my point is, I think there's a lot going on here. Matt Luke not being a very uh, inspiring coach in his in his uh, kind of job security, perhaps maybe that was very important. I don't know, but I definitely do think that Ole Miss should have been able to drop a bag basically and made sure that they signed this you know, supposedly generational linebacker talent. But, hey, they've never been able to before. Um, you know, you think back, really, the last signing day where Ole Miss won these signing day battles was 2013. Um, and I definitely think some people got their hands dirty then. Perhaps even, you know, some, some Chris Kiffins and Hugh Freezes maybe got directly involved. Uh, and obviously the repercussions down the line, even though they weren't necessarily directly outlined. Uh, the, the NCAA investigation definitely followed from uh, – kind of what everybody thought went down in 2013. But you don't get a kid like Laramie Tunzel out of Lake City, Florida, um, without competing with the Georges of the world when it comes to how recruiting really gets done. Uh, and I just, I think 
I, I think even if you change coaches, you better get someone that the, the the boosters, whoever it is that was responsible for getting Laramie Tunsil out Ole Miss, that person, those people need to be brought back into the fold because it doesn't seem like that Barney Farrar. Wait, <laughs> sorry. That... There are the people that that supplied the things that Barney Farrar needed. Oh you know, yes, the, the, who, whoever whoever was bankrolling. Uh, Wait, okay, I'm taking two points away. One is not Mary Flipmas like I thought it was when I woke up this morning. I think every, and, we flipped a bunch of people and they all flipped back. Is probably what happened. Oh, it's probably a double, Mary double flip, classic double flipmas. If I had to guess. And then yeah. number two, you're saying we just didn't put our the money where Matt Luke's large mouth is. I think that has to be that has to have been what happened because yeah we basically the only people that were signed been committed for a long time didn't really have an I mean I guess Nick Broker the offensive lineman supposedly Ohio State wanted him Grant Tisdale oh, the quarterback him from it didn't did, not, did not flip him but apparently he won that battle oh. somehow what are okay. you saying what are you saying Wesson? no I was saying too you know I'm not trying to like make an excuse for Luke but it really does like. This whole time we've been recruiting these kids, like that's when all the NCAA cloud was, um, right over Didn't he get to call them all like just these past few weeks and be like, "Guess what? I fired all of the coaches underneath me. This is my. This is really my program now." <laughs> but this, not, this is what I'm saying. Excited. I don't think it was about coach. Uh, I, but the Kobe Dean specifically, I don't think it was about who the coach was. I think he was perfectly fine coming to play for Luke. I think his family likes Luke, but. I have no. Hypothetically, you are being considered for two jobs, right? One job, they'd say they both pay forty thousand dollars a year. Um, there's small differences in them. Where do you have to go? Who your coworkers are going to be? You know, you you think you would be good at either of them? Uh, you have to be one. You're the one. face of the company. No, no, forget all of that. Just no. just purely okay. just purely money wise, same salary, but one job's offering you say. You know, a hundred thousand dollars signing bonus, made up numbers, two hundred thousand. I don't know. How, how can you not, in good conscience, oh. take that for yourself and your family? I have no idea if that's what happened, but this is how recruiting works. And I think some some blame lies again. Blame Matt Luke. He should have personally made sure it got done. But someone somewhere uh, associated with the Old Miss universe didn't get it done. They didn't. They didn't make what needed to happen happen. Um, and I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know any other way to say it. It's like, it's, it's sad to, to blame it all on. I, I'm not faulting Georgia for it at all. That's how the game is played. I'm really saying what I'm saying is, Ole Miss didn't get it done. It, it's not that Nakobe did something wrong or Georgia did something wrong. This is just how it works. And uh, when you have an in-state kid like that, I think you, you got to get it done. That's all. I, that's all I can figure. I will say another thing too. Ole Miss has done a really poor job of identifying in that kid's camp who is whispered in their ear and may, influencing them, and that's been a influencing classic, them the most. A classic problem with Ole Miss's recruiting, right? They cannot. They cannot seem to find a way. Um, but this this whole thing, I've been like on fire with my predictions because this is gonna this is gonna end exact. This is gonna play out exactly like I thought it was gonna play out, like down to a T. I mean, Go ahead. you know, let us know. Well, I was saying like I've discussed with you like i predicted nicobe dean was going to uga i mean that was that was mm -hmm. pretty easy you know i i didn't think uh i thought radar was going to come to Ole miss but he didn't i was wrong on that but i was saying that i've discussed that this was the first step to ensure that matt luke will not make it through 2019 or the 2019 will be the end this will be the first um 
series of events that will put the fan malice so high in apathy that they're going to have to pull the plug because the financial drain is going to be too big to keep them on board. Yeah, you I mean, heard it right here, folks. Um, because I, I discussed like a few weeks ago, I was like, well, you know, he's signing day is going to go really, really bad, and the people that are already really mad at him, everybody's going to be really, really mad at him to the point where they're not going to support any. They're not going to support until he's gone. Seems and like I, it. Yeah, that's what people seem to. I saw exactly um, Chase Parham on Rebel Grove uh, locked every single thread, and they can't make any new threads now. Really? I don't think that's how true. crazy it's got. Pull it up. I gotta if you're listening up. to this on Friday, you already know it's all gone. Scrub. <laughs> scrub. Breaking news on they deleted the website. No, I I think that is funny though. Well, there, I know there's somebody on there while we're talking about Rebel Grove. Somebody on there is accusing other people of being us, which is very funny. Yeah. Oh, I didn't and know that. And that same person was disassociated for giving green well, card. I have no idea. I have no idea money. who it is. I don't talk about people on my podcast. Let's live and slander him tonight. Um, I just saw someone talking <laughs> about Lantrax After Dark and saying, your podcast, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? So I don't know, man. <laughs> no, maybe really maybe people need to check their information. Uh, all I know <laughs> is you better not DM me. I'm going to have to get like a freaking restraining order against this guy or something like just He's the same out, guy that brother. got disassociated. I almost uh, made a joke York about giving out gift cards stop on being, through Twitter. Stop being so obsessed with him, Wesson. Let it go. I'm just saying that's what happened. It's hilarious. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> it's so funny. I was gonna say I, I'm uh, not obsessed. I think it's just really, really, really. It's a really good, funny running joke. That's I almost that's said your username, Justin. Well, I don't have I a username. Like, I don't. I don't get any premium information from anywhere. Uh, I just follow Red Cup Rebellion on Twitter. They got the best old Miss news <laughs> out there. Well, I know yeah. you ended your subscription. Uh, that's why I can't get all this premium content right now. But <laughs> I would never share also, any subscription Wesson, with you. Wesson, uh, what? did your family kick me off your ESPN account? I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know when to bring this up. Uh, I always get I mean, off when you ask. I it's guess, Will dude, Reynolds. I it's the other Will that's a problem. You know that, right? Well, the password hasn't changed. He has his own stuff now. He doesn't. Well, good for him, but I looked through my passwords on my computer. I couldn't find it in the well, keychain. Now, now this is juicy drama. Okay. I can well, give it to you again after the podcast. I would appreciate it. Remind me, and I will. I will send it to you for Ole Miss basketball. When are we transitioning to that tonight? Uh yeah, at some point, Ole Miss basketball is rolling, baby. Yeah, no, I think you're gonna see a complete seismic. Like, no, I know the one thing I was shit. saying was I I wonder if part of the reason why deals aren't getting done is in recruiting is that um you know the boosters don't feel like their money is a good you know is being spent on Luke that's if that's a good idea I'm trying to say um I I just hope that maybe uh. You know, uh, they could they could move some of that money into Kermit's program, help him get a couple big name guys. I mean, that would be fun, right? Absolutely. We're not on probation in basketball, right? Or we as a school, no, we're all on. We're not. I don't nah. think. Actually, right. I don't know how that works. We're I think it's free. just football. Just football. I know? think you're going to see a seismic like cultural shift in basketball in terms of like having better teams and recruiting and stuff, and it's going to be like night and day with football. Like you're gonna see like a head coach that's finally got a shot at a power five gig, and he's gonna like mm-hmm. he's gonna take advantage. An experienced of that. head coach. I mean, Luke. I, I honestly I feel very bad for Matt Luke because 
he seems like a great guy. He's in his dream job, and he just he has no shot to, to do anything with it. He's gonna he's gonna have to rebuild his career after this. He's gonna end up going and be like an offensive line coach or something. If he ever gets a shot at a head coach again, it's gonna be a long road. And I feel super bad for the guy because he seems nice. Oh um, yeah, I do too. Here's the other thing: he I kind of like kind of head scratch and making me wonder is like, why wasn't there a contingency plan put in place if things went really bad with this hire? Yeah, go I guess. But on like that. like speak like you, you you should have thought beforehand like okay this like especially with like i guess with the admin being so tone deaf i don't know it's like you would think that they would okay well you know this could go well but it also could go really really bad and the school could lose a lot of money if things don't work out with luke so i, I don't know i doubt there's any contingency plan in place like that of course i guess know, my question is who, so who is who is making these plans like i don't i don't think Ole miss really i, I definitely think Ole miss has a leadership vacuum I mean, think about it. When the when the number one thing you hear about the head coaching hire is that the athletic director was overruled by the chancellor and some shadow boosters or something to hire Luke full time. I mean, like that that doesn't scream strong leadership. That there's obviously, I don't think anyone really making. And now that chancellor obviously bitter is on the way out. Um, I just. I, I don't think there's a possibility there's any plan like that because there's no one that would make those plans. Like it's just, it, I don't know. It's kind well, of. Well, I mean, that's where it point. falls on the only person left right now. That's you know, that's all. That's all Bjork's fault. Obviously, yeah. not making. Bjork should, should have been gone. Bjork should have been gone a long time ago. Right. Um, that that too New York doesn't is, help. I can, in good conscience, you know, say that I wanted McGriff fired. I wanted Longo gone, and not say I won't. Beg. Bjork needs to go. Bjork has. Well, they didn't have the Twitter presence of Bjork. Well, yeah, you know? Bjork He's is a leader over behind just, his computer screen. Just failure after failure for far, far too long now, and nothing's getting better. And it's not like it's not like he does anything really well. Like from top to bottom, the athletic department is uh, suspect. I would say there's there's consistent from. Marketing to branding to game day operations to ticket sales to fundraising to hiring coaches is it, just inept and, and amateur hour a lot of the time it seems. I take that for me as someone that uh, is definitely an amateur and has no idea what he's doing. I can still tell you that uh, things are not good when inside if, the Manning Center. If I was the new chancellor and I had to make it, I had to make the new AD hire. I would hire uh, the guy at Utah State Hartwell. Okay, speak on he's, that. Um, apparently he's like got a backbone. <laughs> uh, you know he's not that would be naive either. Be, what would that be like? I wonder. I can't even imagine <laughs> uh, an AD with a backbone. Yeah, it'd be pretty shocking. I think I think Ole Miss would be turned upside down if if you had an AD that you know was had had an authoritative uh, nature about him and you know um people had to answer to him and actually feared him because he was in command. Hmm. Hmm. That'd be something to think about. Would be. I feel like Ole Miss could get out of its way in sports, some of the sports-wise stuff if they had a competent coach with an AD that didn't put up with any crap, and they could get stuff done. I feel like uh, Ole Miss could start winning again, but who knows? What do I know? Hmm. Or if the boosters would just cut a check. We're on the moral right, you know, paying yeah. kids living wages. Yeah, no, absolutely. Under the table. Um I think, too, head coaching-wise, my hot board would be Pete Golding, Bill Clark, uh, Neil Brown. I think those would be some of my top uh, candidates. And I'll be, and uh, a, a French candidate would be like Will Hall. Yeah, that'd be great. 
Because um, Will Hall, like I, I know I've talked about him a lot on the podcast that I've been on the past. Like he is a really good coach. He's serious. Do uh, you think he's going to be the OC? Who's going to be the OC? No, he he's. I'm sure like Luke is probably going to offer it to him. Um, I feel like if Pete, it was say if, if you know when Luke gets fired next year, I think that if Pete Golding like got the job, that he would probably keep Will Hall on his OC. See, I think I think well. the next head coach is going to be Mike McIntyre. Uh, he's got yeah, this, no, he's got I know. I think contract that too. from Ole Miss now. Um, yeah, I think, he has uh, head coaching experience. I think after 2019 yeah. season, he either becomes a full time head coach with the interim or something, because Ole Miss has to pay him either way with his contract now. Uh, that that actually that happened since we talked last. I think right after we recorded our last podcast, me and John hired Mike McIntyre. Uh, I mean, yeah, no, I defense, feel like that's going But yeah, that, that's my prediction. Ugh, yeah. Uh, Will, who you got, Lane Kiffin? I was, hey, how'd you beat me to that? Somehow I know how your head works. Well, I was just looking up, because uh, you guys didn't cover all our other recruits, and I realized we lost a kid, too. At first, I thought Lane Kiffin's school in Florida, but it's no. the na- last year's national champions. UCF, yeah. So the story on that kid is weird, too. Jean-Baptiste, uh, supposedly he was the backup plan for N'Kobe Dean, and Ole Miss didn't send him scholarship papers this morning that was like one of the science people thought that oh dean said he was coming to Ole miss i mean apparently oh, dean did tell the Ole miss coaches he was coming uh you don't think we can make room for both of them if that kid signed dean well, would be like maybe, really fuck y'all i don't know i mean I think that's silly too but yeah so apparently Ole miss didn't even send that kid an nli uh so a, another very classic Ole miss signing day move is to miss your top target and then also miss the backup plan and all that so that went went really well um what about offensive coordinator crime dog McGriff? He's my favorite coach last year. But I mean, he'd get their eyes right. Yeah. I'm hey, just wait, reading, I'm reading I... uh, Yancey Porter's uh-huh. long, long post uh, oh, about about what happened and how. What did this... he? What did he write? Funny in there on accident. <laughs> I don't see any typos, but uh, he. <laughs> He says wow, that Nakobe committed to Ole Miss last night. The Georgia guys were all pissed they had to be there because they thought he was going to Ole Miss. And then he got a call at 12.50. It said Georgia made a last-minute push, and he changed his mind, and blah, blah, blah. And she, this, this is what I'm talking about. Whatever Georgia did today to yeah, convince Nakobe Dean, Ole Miss should have been doing the same thing in a counter-offer type of way. And obviously that didn't happen, and I don't know what to tell you. I mean, that's that's all there is to it. Uh you know we're we're not good. We're not a good football program. Can't compete in the SEC West. It's going to be us and Arkansas chilling at the bottom. And Arkansas did pretty well today. So I mean, expect them to uh, to probably win next year yeah. and 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 Chad Moore start start, start climbing better. out a little bit. Yeah. Um, so did we get the worst signing class in the whole SEC? I think like twelfth, yes. maybe thirteenth. Yeah. I don't think they were so, team, but pretty uh, low. Last in the West. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh my god! I but bought, still like twenty. I mean, it's not the worst, got worst class ever. Sitting over here, <laughs> I, you don't have the real. You don't have real champagne. No, hey, champagne. okay, it's a Spanish Cava. Sparkling. But, I also wine. used the ice bucket wrong. I just realized. I Googling. explained that. How did you that use that? Well, champagne wrong? is for basketball. You okay. put it. Oh, like like I got to put out the cigar I have too. No, uh, explain how you use the ice bucket wrong. Oh well. <laughs> you put it like you put you know it's to keep it at the right temperature you put the bottle in it mm-hmm. and it's not like a um 
Are you drinking out of it? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Well, I poured the ice in, and then I poured the champagne on top. Of it. It's like a chalice. Yeah. Like a big. Yeah. Well, I got. You know, I have a ladle and a glass. Big ice. Getting very down. It's kind of like punch. Champagne yeah. Exactly. Punch. Yeah. But apparently. Yeah. This well. Is how you drink champagne. Yeah. Well. Unless you you're an Ole Miss fan on signing, I was days. gonna say it's not. It's it's indicative of uh, how well execution's gone all day for Ole Miss. I'd say so. Good, good job on that one. Uh, I'm sure it's still delicious. I love water. Right. Love it's ice. almost cold. Yeah, that sounds great. How much longer do we have? No. Nah, I'm, I mean we're probably halfway yeah. through here. I mean we could just Y'all go whenever we want. We could just, just quit. go through all the like top twenty Mississippi recruits. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Made. Let's just hit Tell how many to... how many of those that we locked in. Yeah. Hashtag Mississippi made. You know, we got Mississippi native Matt Luke on staff. Uh, surely Ooh, he's going to clean Epic up failure. in state, right? I mean, surely. Yeah. That's the whole point of this hiring was how good this class was. Epic fail. Man, we who's covered, the number one player? Nicobe uh, Dean. Nicobe Dean, five Georgia. stars. Georgia. Okay, Jerry on. Jerry and uh, Ely. Four major, stars. major League Baseball. Oh, what team? Is he a Yankee? Well, it hasn't happened yet, but he's, oh, I mean, right. he would be a fool to play college football when he could make yes. millions. He's going to be like, what, a top five pick, Justin, you think? Definitely, definitely in the first round early on. I mean, it's it's, yeah, like it's a big 10, signing 20. bonus yeah. type. He's, no, he's, he's, he's going to be like a Scott Boris type client for sure. Well, maybe, maybe we'll get him when he decides to do the anti-Jordan. Yeah, right. Except not basketball. Right. <laughs> Right, that's <laughs> you know. that that track. So um, you really can't okay. you don't you can't give Ole Miss credit for that one because he's not going to contribute. He's yeah, he's purely. Go. I mean, Ole Miss definitely paid for a class boosting there, which is hilarious. I mean, that's just that's W A O M all day. Nathan Pickering, four star state, right? Pretty sure. Pretty we sure that steal. guy's going to state. I don't know. I don't think he's from seminary, right? For whatever reason, Ole Miss was never in that one. Um, you know, state uh, does really well okay. with those, those DLs. Okay. Good riddance, Nathan. <laughs> he looks uh, like that dude. That dude looks so scary looking. He looks like a yeah, Lord of the Rings orc or and, something. Yeah. yeah, that's a grown man. Uh, number four, Byron Young from Al- Laurel, Alabama. Okay, plundered, plundered uh, by Nick Saban. Uh huh. Uh, Charles Cross also. From uh, that was Laurel. a big. That was a good gift for State. He's like supposed to be a really good offensive tackle. Good job. Hey, we get, we got one of those from somewhere, right? Yeah, Arkansas, Arkansas guy. Darius Arkansas, Thomas. Arkansas made. Matt Luke. Yeah. Okay, Charles Cross. Yep. Wait, did I, which, yeah, did I say state. Him? Yep, he's going to state. Okay. Uh, Jaron Handy, Hattiesburg. So, okay, so Handy. No, Auburn, wait, I did hear about this. Someone been an Auburn me. commit for a while. Uh, supposedly, Ole Miss was told they were doing well with him, trending up today. Uh, he was, he was uh, originally, they were like, Oh, he's going to sign early. Like, Oh shit. That means he's going to go to Auburn. That's bad. And then everybody will miss like, no, it's fine. He only signed scholarship papers with, uh, with Auburn. He can still be recruited until the regular signing day. Ole Miss still has a chance at this one. So, you know, later this afternoon it comes out. No, actually he did. He signed with Auburn. So he's going to Auburn. Oh, Uh, another defensive line recruit missed. I was about to say I'll go visit him personally, but well, I'm glad no, that he's going I don't on. Have you can to visit him on the planes. With get the, us invested with our friend Kent. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Kent. I had on my Friday rolling. I'm looking at the Friday rolling painting right here by Table Cobbleson. It's uh, yeah, you have it hostage. It's huh? Beautiful. Yeah, I'm just gonna hold on to it. You know, I can't trust Friday rolling to 
to can't to or I cannot. We don't. Thing. We don't deserve it. I think you it's mine on. now. Yeah, I you know I love having a painting of you two so much. My best friend and uh, not Taylor Thompson's best work. Did I say that? Alice number no, seven. I think it's Brandon pretty good. Turnage. Uh, no, I'm just saying. Alabama. He's from Lafayette. Al- okay. This one. This Alabama. Room, Oxford. This one sucks. He's from our backyard. This one sucks. Four star cornerback from Lafayette. But at the same time, honestly. I, I personally am not going to fault a kid for not wanting to stay in his hometown for college. Yeah, you got to go. No, but at the same time, like Lafayette High School it's has miss. done Ole Miss it's, no favors. It's a miss. He supposedly hang, would hang out at the IPF all the time and close to players and coaches and all that. And just, you know, Ole Miss got wrecked again. That's all there is to it. He is, the, Lafayette High School has been no, been more of a hindrance than a help to Ole Miss, like in terms of football. Seriously, like, I'm not kidding. How are you going to do like, me like that, Brandon? <laughs> Um, How, what what number in the top ten was that? Like number seven or number eight? Number seven. So far, Ole Miss has signed zero of these people. Ely again, we're not counting. Yes, number eight, Charles Moore, Louisville. Yeah, I don't. Know. I was uh, Is that state. He's going to state, state, right? Okay, talking to someone from Louisville. Yes, he's what, going to Mississippi. What were you talking state. to somebody at the grocery store about? So who's really Mississippi mate? Well, it was the cashier, so. Y'all just talking about like how much money you owe for your groceries and stuff like that. Yeah, well, she was talking about my phone number for my grocery store card. It's kind of sus. What what was she saying about your phone number? I don't know. She was like, "You from where? You from north of here? You know, it's two two eight where I live." And I was like, "How does her say? Oh, never mind, Lewis." I'm like, "Yeah, it's a very large swap. It's a while until it gets six six two. As a matter of fact, so you're six. You're six oh one boy." Shout out, yeah, yeah shout out. I think we all are here on the, the, the bird. I cast. wish yeah. I had called on my good friend Jaron Handy. Yeah, I didn't well, realize well, early signing day was too until late you asked Wes and I to come on, which was not today. It was a couple days ago, but it's fine. It's not you weren't going to get him anyway. Us, maybe that's true. It's okay. It's okay. I don't blame you for Jaron Handy. I'll forgive you. Thank you. I gave up. I quit football. Yeah, I, I think, think we all are. Did. We're all quitting football now. Well, yeah. I quit college. I switched to NFL, which... Oh, the Saints. Uh, you bet on the Saints, and yes, how'd that go? it was a mistake. It was bad. Um, You're a jinx. I wish I didn't bet in person at a window. Wow. Uh, I wish I used an online service oh, where right. I could Oh, that's right. You should have used my bookie. You should have Shark 25. I could have yeah. switched at halftime and gotten a better deal. Gotten a new line, right? Yeah, they have live lines on there for sure. You could have you could have hedged it. You could have changed it up. Well, you would have lost. I mean, knowing you, you would have lost double double the money. You would have bet the live line. Hate you, Dak Prescott. <laughs> He's from Louisiana. He's not Mississippi made, bro. That's true. Right. Hey, I stayed off Monday's Saints game, so that was good. They He's did not from cover. Stouffer. They won, Louisiana. but they did not cover. They won, but they did not cover. Yeah, I'm a Saints mm. fan now. That's all we care about on this show. It's a Saints show. Saints, Saints after dark, mm-hmm. land Saints, <laughs> the Devils. <laughs> All right, well we're at number ten or so. Well, I'm at number eight. It's actually a screenshot off Twitter that yeah, ends you, at eight. You're running out. You can't keep going. Yeah, I'll. Uh, you want me to read some Matt Luke quotes that I wrote down from his press sure, conference? Sure, go for it. Okay. Yeah, some good quotes. Uh, did I lose it? Hold on. I had it. Hold on. Oh, hold on. Think... I'm going to pull up. I'm going to go. We're going to finish this out before we have to actually get to Ole Miss. Find my word, oh, number, you stopped at number nine. And obviously, this is deceptively edited. Hey! I, I know who uploaded this. Danis Jackson oh. from Summerall, four star wide receiver, signed with 
Ole Miss. Summer Raw. Summer Raw, as I call it. Summer Raw. Their call, number 10, is Auburn. Defensive end really could have used him. He signed with Auburn. Jonathan Mingo has not signed yet from Brandon. Ole Miss commit at number 11. He may or may not. We'll see. Uh, you know, supposedly him not signing was had nothing to do with anything. He just, he's always going to wait or whatever, but we'll see. Um, number 12, DeMonte Russell, I believe signed with State. Uh, number 13, John Reese Plumley, uh, maybe gonna maybe gonna end up at Ole Miss. Hard to say. He's like an athletic quarterback. Supposedly, he's a Georgia commit, but I don't think Georgia really wants him at quarterback necessarily. Jerry and Jones, number 14, going to State. KJ Jefferson, number 15, signed with Arkansas. Radar Jones, number 16, teammate of N'Kobe Dean, already mentioned earlier in the show, uh, chose LSU. Um, would have been a great backup plan for Brandon Turnage there, kind of a defensive back, but again, you know, can't do anything right. 17, Brandon Cunningham, uh, three-star, going to Mississippi State. DeAndre Prince, a three-star, number 18, Ole Miss. Uh, Jamon Gordon could end up at Ole Miss, number 19. He decommitted from Auburn today, so maybe at the regular signing day he will. And then a, a, a Memphis guy at number 20. So of the top 22, that includes Jordan Jernigan, number 22, uh, three-star wide receiver who signed with Ole Miss. Ole Miss has a possibility of getting four, five, not counting Ely. I mean, uh, yeah, it's, that's pretty rough. That's pretty rough, especially in a yeah. year where uh, the state's class is so loaded. And just, I mean, before we get completely off of it, I, I, you know, this isn't a terrible class for Ole Miss. It, it's not terrible. It is terrible because, like Wes mentioned, the fan base uh, attitudes are already pretty sour on Luke after the season, all the close losses and the egg will blow out at home. Um, you know, N'Kobe Dean would have been a, a big shot in the arm for your defense. And the fact that, you know, you had him down in his top two, I think people at Ole Miss are just super tired of, of finishing second, I guess. Like, it just, it, it, it's, it leaves a bitter taste in the mouth because you kind of get your hopes up. Um, I, I think that there's, there's, there are good players in this class. They're just not good enough to win more than, like, two SEC games a year. But ooh, I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, um, I think, uh, you know, Matt, Luke just signed his pink slip today. And for those of you who don't know, your pink slip is like when you get fired from the – if you're a state employee, you get fired. You have to sign a pink slip. I think people know what a pink slip is, Wes, and that's a common metaphor. It's okay. You can use that. You can use that. Yeah. I've never seen one. I've never seen one. Some people might not. I was just making – No, you. thank you. Thank you. That was very good. Thank you, Wes. All right. What, Bebo, you're going to read us – you're going to read us quotes? Oh, yeah. Um, You forget you were going to do that? Is there yeah. Anything oh, can obviously... I give a shout out first to yeah, a Mississippi signee that uh, a friend of mine is his mother? Of course. Is someone using a uh, a hand dryer in the bathroom? Sure. That's a... not on my end. Oh no, it's my laptop. Uh, Sorry. That's your life. Hey, your laptop hey, is a vacuum. Close out that. You know what? It's taking up too much bandwidth. Okay. You got your fan rolling. Yeah. The... Oh yeah. I was gonna say a friend of mine, uh, a colleague, her son. Uh, it's an offensive guard at Madison Ridgeland Academy, and he signed with the Naval Academy. Oh, congrats. Oh, nice. Nicholas Rowan, yeah. So, Congrats. Did not get an offer for Ole Miss. Good for him not to waste his time there. Yeah, he's going to go. Well, they run the triple yep, option yep, at Navy, right? Yep. That'd be fun. Yeah. Wait, what was I going to do next? Oh, I got to read. quotes from Matt Luke, you said. I yeah. mean, you said well, you had good quotes. I, think... I don't think there's actually any good ones. 
What do you mean? He said what? He said, uh, I, I'm just remembering from what I read, that they address needs, quality, no, quality it's class. It's good when there he's, he has to switch to talk about the OC higher. Okay. He says he put a stamp on the program. Find the right fit for my personality and blueprint for my program. So what? It's like a double XL? I'm trying to think Boom. what the right fit for. Right. Oh. Well, uh, who also... Um, I think Matt looks good. He's lost. Okay, he's he lost talks about life. the right fit, so he fired. So who was more of who he had? Hmm. Defensive coordinator, OC, Phil Longo, crime dog McGriff. Who, who was more who fitting was the of his personality? Fit who fit his personality better? Well, I mean, uh, crime dog was pretty good at looking at the scoreboard during a game and just being confused. Open, yeah. But Longo, they, they Longo was also not good at his job. So both seemed to kind of had their Luke-like aspects. This is not part of his blueprint, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Wait, so Weston doesn't you, – you think Hall's not going to come. I really have no idea who's going to end up being the OC. It's not Kurt Roper. No, yeah, no, I was saying that, like, Hall is probably the front runner. Um, now if he takes it, but I, people have been saying maybe Hall would like turn it down, right? Because it's too much insecurity, especially after today. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that could very well be the case. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. All it takes, all it takes for the wheels to really come off, is all it's going to take is a loss to Memphis this year, yeah, and next well, year. That's all. Yeah, that's, that's all it takes. I think that's definitely going to happen. There will be. Hopefully by then you have a new chancellor and you gotta pray to God that uh, the chancellor is gonna have a backbone and a big set of, you know, big set of balls, um, unless you know they hire a female chancellor. Well, yeah, I was about to say yeah. that'd be awesome. Um, Let's get some big ovaries in this business. Okay, yes, right, get someone right. in here that has a backbone. That okay, this is what's gonna be best for Ole Miss. This is what we gotta do going forward. You know, if you don't like it, get out and find somebody else that will. You know, we're gonna do this this way and we're gonna be successful. You get on the train now, or you get off. That's what you. Or maybe we could get a chancellor that destroyed all of the sports programs, and we became a yeah academic university in our own right. Yeah, an academic institution. Esports, esports, and esports. I mean, I don't know. Baseball team's going to be good until it gets to the postseason. Hey, we still haven't done our basketball. All right, so let's talk about basketball. Yeah, we've been. Oh, me winning. and Wesson, me I and haven't Wesson been watching a... the games because right, Wes's ESPN account. But... Stay away. That's very. Yeah, funny, I'll actually. keep it. I'll keep the juju right. Uh, so me and Wesson took in a game together, or most of a game in the Jackson Coliseum, and then we had a delightful meal afterwards with uh, with Table Cobbleson and also my uh, my lovely girlfriend. It was it was quite fun. Did you have fun, Wesson? Yeah, I did. It was good. Um, you know, we got. Said, to... you, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you hear that? Do you hear the his voice? It, was... well, it sounded like maybe he didn't have. Was good. it? Was what? it not fun? Was... You, you hesitated. He said, Why? "Well, you know." What okay. I was saying, I was just gonna say that you know, getting non-conference wins right now, to, uh-huh. is, you got to get as many as you can. That's what I was gonna say. I wouldn't say I had fun. I had. I not. What he say. said, like, well, maybe you didn't enjoy was... the dinner you know, that we had together. <laughs> Bravo! That was delicious. Okay. All right. Well. No, the win was expected. Some some thoughts after the win. Uh, Mississippi Coliseum still dump. Um, the, yeah. The tickets were affordable, but it's stupid because Ticketmaster, when you look at the tickets, are like they're $2. You're like, oh, damn. You start buying your tickets. It ends up being like $12 after the fees <laughs> and all. It's like, why? Do, this is so dumb. Why, how are you allowed to advertise like this? Uh, so whatever. Still very cheap, but I just thought that was dumb. 
uh, we ended up sitting on the same row as like 10 people from our childhood and, and church growing up. That was super random, uh, including my old pediatrician. Uh, so shouts out. Um, great to see him always. Uh, and, and Andy was there. I think Andy would listen to the show sometimes. Shout out to Andy. Um, yeah, the, the team, the team, what I will say about Kermit's teams, they, they play hard. They're well coached. Uh, a little, a little boring. The the style is a little boring. I'm I'm gonna be honest. It's a it's a defensive style. I appreciate some good defense. Um, I, I'm not complaining by any stretch about you know only having two losses at this point. One to Cincinnati, one to Butler. Both good teams, tournament teams. Uh, I'm I'm very happy with the results. I like Kermit. I like the players. I like the way it's headed. I'm just you know keeping it real. Uh, the games can kind of can kind of it can be a slog at times. But hey, hey as I want to say keep winning, I'm not gonna um, complain. What? What do you want to uh, say? Well, you're talking about it being uh, slower, maybe uh-huh. more boring style of basketball. Uh-huh. What game was it the other week where uh, Brian stole, I think he stole the ball, went down, made a 360 dunk, and then uh, TD tried to do it. Yeah, it was a couple weeks ago, right? And then he and just went off the rim. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. And I no, just I love that the guards, year the guards ago, are fun. I remember a year ago when he did that and AK just chewed him out forever. <laughs> Kermit seemed to let it ride. Well, I mean, I guess they're okay. winning, so it's fine. No, that's, that's Yeah, what... I mean it's hard some of the I, I yeah, I agree with you, Justin, but too, some of it I feel like some of those games the team wasn't as I mean, they still got the win, don't get me wrong, but yeah, they weren't might not might not have been as, as locked in, but not to say that is a defense won't struggle at times. I think it'll get a lot offense. I mean, I think it's going to get better when you actually get some big men that are really athletic that can, you know, get second chance opportunities and stuff like that and really get to yeah, the Yeah, I mean, the post, yeah, the post play is definitely the weakness right now. I mean, you have, if you combine all the post players, you can maybe get like one good one. You take like KJ Buffin's athleticism. Uh, and and uh, in Dom's body, you take Dom's body, you take Bruce Stevens's offense, and maybe you can. But they're kind of just all different, have different pieces. I think Buffing can be really good down the line. Rodriguez as well. Obviously, I love uh, I love Henson. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's that those guys are young, and then you know Dom is who he is. He looks better. You know, there was a time in that game in the Coliseum where he scored like six straight points. He's got that little baby hook going. I think I think Kerman is definitely maximizing Dom more than Andy did, but he's kind of your only even semi like rim protector when it comes to post players. Obviously, the guards can play some good defense. Um, and I mean, Bruce I love Stevens can hey, can score, but he's he's Schuller. not. A yeah, I shoot the 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 three headed monster of Schuler, Tyree, and Davis. The are, defense are solid. Um, you awesome. know, it's 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 interesting. It's starting to seem like maybe that Terrence Davis sophomore season, where he was so good, that breakout season was maybe more of a fluke than it was, you know, his his ultimate form. But I don't know. We'll see. I mean, he's he's not having a bad season by any stretch, but. At the same time, he will disappear for stretches. He will get in foul trouble. He he kind of he's definitely a very streaky player. Um, so it's a good thing that that Tyree has emerged as the leader and the scorer. And then you have Schuler right there, kind of uh, to take pressure off him as well. Because I don't think Terrence Davis can can carry the team offensively, which is definitely what he tried to do the last couple of years. So, but yeah, overall, I mean, I, I, I love think they're game. well coached. I like, like that. Yeah, go on. He's he's on TV now. He's he's having fun. Yeah. I'm glad he's doing well, but I mean, now at this point, see what Kermit's trying to do. I mean, like I said, I love AK, but I think Kermit's a, a better, better coach. Yeah, um, we'll see. But yeah, you know, he has he oh hasn't God, projected it. in the tournament. It's obviously very early for that, but uh, I mean, rather, rather be projected <laughs> in than not at all, right? 
We know. I mean, I don't think we'll make the tournament, but I mean, I, I think we'll get. What we're gonna win the tournament? What is this? <laughs> yeah, football. Put, put the bet on up, but Bebo, when we get off this, go down to yeah. the bow. See what kind of odds you can get on that. I'm gonna go to the bow revage. I'm gonna get right in front of the, uh, uh, the the window, and then I'm gonna pull up my bookie. Ah, right. Yes, do that. Yeah. Get, get down Smart. on the revs to win. Smart. The attic. Well, based off of just what the returns that Kermit has done off, you know, AK's kind of piecemeal roster for the most part. I mean, he's done a heck of a lot better than, you know, say take away the AK cloud that happened. I mean, I feel like that Kermit's going to get a lot more out of his team than AK could. But, um, he, I mean, yeah. he already – we wouldn't have beat Baylor. Yeah, absolutely. And we wouldn't have beat – and we probably wouldn't have dropped, State on the road either. Would have dropped a head-scratcher at some point. Yeah, the Illinois State win in a tough environment was, was good. And then, uh, you know, Friday is going to be interesting. Headed to Nashville, Bridgestone Arena to play – Middle Tennessee. Apparently, they're not you know uh, great this year. Obviously, you know you lose a great coach like Kermit Davis, world beater. You're gonna suffer, and then he comes and whoops your ass. But it's gonna be emotional <laughs> for sure. Hopefully, a, a, another road win there um, should be good. Look forward to that on Friday night. Yeah, and no, I will say that I think the next big home non-conference home game, once conference play starts, is gonna be against Iowa State at home in Oxford, yes, which I should be a fun huge, game. Yeah. I, not, not, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how good. I, Iowa State is. I I don't know if we win, but I mean, I like our chances more than I would have an AK coached. Uh, yeah, that's team. a big opportunity outside of what is obviously uh, very good SEC this year. We'll have lots of lots of chances there. Um, Iowa State is is number eighteen on Ken Palm, so haven't having a good season. Um, let's see where where he's got the Rebs. Ole Miss is number fifty nine. Uh, let's see, Tennessee's at number ten. Um, Auburn at number twelve, Kentucky fifteen, Mississippi State seventeen. So a lot, obviously, a ton of opportunities on Ole Miss's SEC schedule. Cincinnati, one of Ole Miss's losses, is at number thirty-one. Let's see where is old, uh Where's Butler? Butler on this list. Hold on, let me do a little. Maybe under. Yeah, Butler's at thirty-two. So it's still both 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 good losses. No bad losses yet. So, um, not not so bad. Things are things are okay. Don't step back from the ledge, all of you football watchers and and recruit followers. It's fine. Like honestly, I'll be honest. Like it didn't feel that bad. Like it felt expected when I when I saw Nickobe put on that that Georgia shirt. I was like, oh yeah yeah, I remember this. You know, honestly, I think Cam Akers Wesson predicted was more this. of a heartbreak. Yeah, Delete everybody the Rebel knew. Grove accounts. Everybody Everyone knew. relax. Well, now with tonight, it's like the first uh, the first gut punch because he's not Luke's not going to be able to recover from this it's, he's he's done well I think it's a I think it's probably a safe prediction but you know he's gonna he's gonna coach next season at least so we're gonna see what happens um, yep. all it takes is the opening loss baby yeah he, uh, he has he has another signing day coming up in February see what kind of you know random you know misfit toys left around the country you can pull together um you know who knows who knows yeah call call, uh, call Pete Golding on the phone or uh, Will Hall or uh, Bill Hall or Bill Clark? I mean, excuse me. Yeah, See if you can't here. negotiate a new contract and uh, try to keep the McIntyre um, virus at bay. <laughs> Just slowly take. You have to quarantine him. You have to quarantine him in the Manning Center, man. God. Yeah, he's an evil person, like all football coaches. Apparently, they're not all that bad, right? Yeah, we haven't even talked about McIntyre. I don't even have the energy to. Well, no, but... he's going to be making a power play, and then if he gets, you know, it's like the same, which I think that, like 
formally rescind a lot of things with the university except for well, the thing is with uh you know i i agree that there's over a 50 percent chance of mcintyre like, sending in a letter no of taking the intern and and back and all the money the that i gig. Donate. You're a big donor now? You're giving a lot of money to Ole Miss? They call me, but I haven't given them a Wait, so, but Before we started the show, well, you said you had a bunch of jokes. When are when are you going to do those? Yeah. Well, okay. Jokes. Well. Jokes. Alright, hey, there's... Can you guys... I'm having a connection issue. Yeah. The Skype's blinking. Uh-huh. Uh, so I couldn't hear no, I what think that I was. That was Wesson's that. computer again. I can hear you fine. Go ahead. Wesson. Go ahead with the joke now. You can do your first. Okay. One. Well, so uh, I poured the champagne into a bucket full of ice. Have I done that? Oh, one? oh yeah, no, okay. no, that was. I thought that was real. That wasn't. You were lying about that. I thought that well, was a real just, story. No. Well. Okay. Well, this has been. Read, this is. Let me read the eventful. top twenty. Uh, Mississippi oh, signing. Right. No, you did. You so, did the job. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for questioning your very good bits. They were really good. I have something to say. Okay, please, please. Okay, my goal to make Ole Miss football competitive again, mm. we gotta go down to South America and convince narcos to like and pull for Ole Miss. Because then we got cocaine money coming in, untraceable, billions of dollars. I mean, you can just hand a Kobe Dean a couple of stacks. This is similar like, to American here you go. in the past few years, but that's been slightly curtailed. If only Escobar could have been an Ole Miss fan. I think the real problem is that the 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 richest Ole Miss fans just, like, don't really care. Like, I, I know for a fact that there are – Ole Miss fans with lots of money who just, like, don't give a shit about this stuff. Like, they want the football team to win, but they're not going to get their hands dirty. These are serious people. These are people that have real stuff going on. And, you know, honestly, uh, cheating in football is kind of pathetic. I mean, if they, the people that derive their self-worth from dropping bags on these kids for Kirby or, you know, the other in-state network that is much more efficient at getting these deals done or Texas A&M, obviously, and uh, – uh, Jimbo's network is is cooking right now. I mean, I, I don't I don't envy those people. You know, congrats on your success. I guess. I mean, it's it's nice that you have money, but well, that's know, what I'm saying. The, the, the whole the whole system is is dumb as hell. Yeah, I guess you're right. If if it was, <laughs> if it was King, if anybody drug kingpins doing it, it'd be fine. You kill them. If anybody raises any flags, they just have them killed. Yeah, End so of story. Is... Problem goes away. Yeah, so if if this starts happening, if there's like a string of recruiting slash gang related murders, they're gonna come after you after this. Wesson yeah, if no one can find podcast. Mike Sheridan, they're, they're interviewing Wesson. Yeah, yeah so I don't I don't know if I want to have this you know recorded on our podcast. It's kind of a uh, it's a little sketchy. Man, you gotta get the money from somewhere, baby. Why oh, are you gonna some, delete uh... this? Okay, I got something to say then. Yeah, what? I'm gonna delete the whole no. episode. Okay, well, what what do you gotta say? Now I don't. Oh, I don't that know. was one of your. That was, oh, I get it. That I don't trust Wesson. What do you mean you don't trust me? Trust me to do what? What am I going to do? You're a rat, Wes. I don't know what any of us are going to do. Why am I a rat? I'm fucking You're a dirty I'm rat. To, uh, I'm saying I'm just in bed with narc. With anybody, like has anybody watched, drug uh, kingpins to get lots of money, a, uh... dude? Why would, I, why would I rat anybody out? <laughs> That goes totally against what I'm trying to talk about. This is classic Wesson just. Giving all, giving everything away on the podcast. I miss when you used to come on and tell us about like what your neighbor would say or whatever, and just totally burning your sources. 
That, oh, that well, poor I guy. I know. Right. Well, he, he also, if you ever <laughs> listen your to the family podcast, sources never tell retired you at the university, oh, we're running God. out of Wesson sources. I know. And that's the, those are my favorite features on the show was like, what source can Wesson burn on this episode? I didn't like, I didn't give him up. I didn't say his name. <laughs> Dox him. You just said, he said he lived here's next his phone to you. number. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. I never gave us call him sometime. It's okay. Nah. Well, we've already discussed our area codes, so we've pretty much given out our yeah. phone number. Hey, that wasn't me. That was Bedwell. Um, so. no, I was gonna ask: Has anybody watched a uh a, an Ole Miss women's basketball game? I like our coach, Coach Yo. Ain't there? Oh, they've no, won some games. Yeah, I haven't either. I don't know. I'm trying to make conversation. There's not much. There's not much oh, for I, Ole Miss fans to to live for anymore. So. Hey, baseball season's coming up, Justin. Aren't you excited? Yeah, Kermit Ball and Bianco Ball. Two very exciting brands. I don't know, man. I don't think our bullpen's going to be very good. I mean, it'll be okay. I don't think it's going to have the depth we need. Yeah, I don't know. I think the starters will be good. I think the lineup will be very good. But yeah, I think you're right. You're correctly identifying the bullpen has a lot of question marks. They're going to have a a lot of new guys are going to need to step up. But hey, maybe they can just have a dominant offense and outscore everybody. Man, everybody's gonna be really, really mad again when we like don't get out of our region. Yeah, well, that's that's what happens. I can't. I just Man. can't wait for the team to have a good season and be winning, and just have people like John Stefanczyk just say it doesn't matter until June. None of this shit matters. Blah blah blah. Just can we just enjoy life? Can we just all be <laughs> <Yeah>. happy? <laughs> I'm going to Cancun in April. Can we just can we just chill? There's good things going on. There's good things going on. Yeah, don't That's why we're so a Saints seriously. podcast. I said we, Wes and I, we're never well, leaving. The Saints, the Saints are going <laughs> to lose in the playoffs. I mean, it's not so Bedwell, when are you going to get a new co-host for Friday Rolling, man? Yeah, I think when are you going to bring Ridgeway right in the fold? The oh, I would love to hear you and Ridgeway go back and forth for an hour. Yes. Yep. Okay. God, Is that, that what the world needs? Well, I don't know. I mean, I think I, do you, you guys I, are my world. You're my yeah. <laughs> you're, you're my world. The listeners are my world. Give me a. How much do you think Ridgeway would be contributing during that hour of you like and him? Like a percentage? Yeah, percentage of you talking versus him talking. You'd be prepping. We'll do – I'll let him script an episode. Ridgeway's been good when he was on the Friday Rowan as a guest. I would love a scripted a scripted Ridgeway episode, fully scripted. Dude, Ridgeway's hilarious. I'm following his Ridgeway lead. is hilarious. I love Ridgeway. Ridgeway is one of the great minds of our generation. I will – I will have a new creative. Endeavor. All right, you guys want to? So we're coming up on the end of 2018 here. It's 2019. Also coming up on the end of this episode. Do you, do you want to give some recommendations for the best? Your best of 2018. Any kind of any media, any podcast. What should people you know catch up on? They might have missed this year. Ooh, for the whole year. The I kind of. I'm with everyone on Twitter that says you know forget this year happened. Pretend it didn't happen at all. Yeah, that's my oh. recommendation. Okay. Also, Savor S A V O R is a great food podcast. Did you spelled savor? Didn't you? Savor. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's all. They say it that way. It's fun. It's great. Hey, look, finally a podcast without men on it. So yeah, check thank it out. God. Well, see, I I watch a lot of Food Network and I watch a lot of YouTube videos, like recipes and stuff, because cooking is one of my hobbies. But I don't know how that would translate to a podcast. I don't listen to any food podcast. Well, Doughboys, I guess it translates pretty well. Uh, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Wesson, you got a recommendation? They do a lot of history. Of That's food. good. Okay. I like um. It. Yeah, I got some music recs. You know, uh, lay, lay it on the people. Uh, a girl signed to Fat Possum. Her name is Courtney Marie Andrews. Um, if you haven't listened to her, um, you should check her out. She's she's awesome. Um, she's got like country 
Um, oh, this is like, like, it's like having oh Paul, hell yeah, it's like having Paul on some fucking. I'm gonna look this up. Or something. <laughs> no, dude, she's really good. She's got some. I don't know. Great I'm voice too. She's a really good song. She's a really good song. I only listen to DJs. Oh, I only listen to robotic sounding music. Well, if you like that kind of, if you like electronic stuff, listen to some Thundercat, man. Thundercat. Okay. You can't go wrong. Hey, do you guys know how to get with an umbrella into your car without getting covered in water? Yeah, you put you sit down in the car and you're holding the umbrella up so it's like in between you and the door. Oh yeah. And then you just close the door and you abandon the umbrella forever. It's just gone. Okay, that's where I'm. You see, I mean, you have a lot of umbrellas, right? You got money. You're not poor. Uh-huh. Reusing umbrellas. It's an eight dollar umbrella. Yeah, umbrellas yeah. are disposable. Yeah, that's what you do. Hey, why, baby, why don't you get one of those like little small like Mardi Gras umbrellas so like you can easily fit into the I car? Think, like, you I know think you need a, I think, ones? You need a parasol. I think you need a parasol. <laughs> get a parasol. It's not going to help with the rain, but stylistically, yes. it's going to accent the rest of your outfit. You kind of get one that matches. That's something to think about. We're leaving normal umbrellas oh, in 2018. Well, yes, please. Him, umbrellas are canceled, sis. So Bedwell, um, apparently at work uh, for the past like six months, um, because he uh, he left some suit pants at my at my old house, and he had been going to work every day um, without wearing pants. Oh no, this is true. What I had to get wearing? there before. Yeah, I had to get there before everyone gets there and then stay behind my this desk. Is not, this is such a fake story. And then wait story. for everyone to leave. It's so <laughs> true. It really happened. This is the fakest story. Wesson would, well, Wesson left him with Ridgeway and he wouldn't mail him. I finally got him. This is, you're so, I mean, I like, the image is very funny. This is, this is why Friday Rollins off the air now. The people don't like this fake news, just completely fictional, made up. This but Friday Rollins fake news, People want to hear real stories. It was that so is real. very funny though. It's, that's like a sitcom plot. Are you going to it work every so day visceral. to sit behind your desk? <laughs> it was so visceral. It was Justin. definitely visceral. Yeah, that's Ugh. that's true. <laughs> Good bad word. For it, it was visceral. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. Uh, well, let's see. I think you guys know what my uh, 2018 recommendation is. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Uh. Well, I'll 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 cover a different angle. You should listen to your Kickstarter sucks. It's a good show. I talked about it on here before. Yeah. Um. Check out the, the Go Off Kings. Go Off Kings on Twitch. The one, the, some of the same guys that do that, and Mitch Live on Twitch is very good. Kind of overlap with the uh, the Doughboys verse. Obviously, I think this is where you think I'm going to go. Anything associated with Sean Clements and Hayes Davenport. Fantastic comedy content. Talking Hollywood Handbook. Hollywood Handbook Pro version, the Flagrant Ones, uh, their old show, Reality Show Show, uh, Sean Stitcher Premium Show, Hollywood Masterclass, any of that is going to be great. There we but go. if you haven't heard any of this before, just subscribe to Hollywood Handbook on iTunes. Very funny show. If you want to listen to some uh, some episodes from this year that were great, Patton Oswald was very good, Brett Gelman, uh, Cedric Yarbrough, obviously Triumph at Comic Con is probably the single podcast episode That's of the so year. Long, Fantastic. This all means nothing to Weston because he claims to be a Hollywood Handbook fan, but he's still back in 2016. Uh, the one good thing is that I can talk to Weston about like super old episodes that I'm not sure Bebel's ever heard. And I haven't really enjoyed that. Yeah, I listened to the one in 2016 today with Adam Sachs. <laughs> oh, it's very funny. Yeah, I mean, like the Sinbad. The old yeah, and, 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 and Bebel brings the new. Sean asked why Rumpelstiltskin like let the chick guess his name because it like gave her an out <laughs> it's yeah. pretty funny see the jokes out of context are not good but you, you just listen to like 12 to 14 episodes you're gonna get it you're gonna love it 
it's 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 honestly my the highlight of uh, my my podcast consumption every week. Anything those guys make, so uh, give it give it a try. Serious podcast wise, Serial season three was very good. Um, yes, it was. I listened to that too. Definitely, give, I have it. It's terrible. I need to. It's my next thing. Yeah, you're a freaking lawyer, dude. Come I on, it's about law stuff. stuff. Um, obviously, this American Life is 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 a great show that consistently does the heavy lifting. Uh, Reply all is is still pretty good as well. So that's kind of the one Gimlet show I'll listen to. I don't I don't super love uh, the Gimlet Network, but Reply All is good. So those are those are some of my podcast recs for the year. I don't have any music recs. You know, I put music on the end of the show if you like it or whatever. That's cool. It's just like random, like I said. Robot Another music. cooking show. What Wait, cooking show? Sure, uh, the Splendid Table. So for a long time, this is a podcast. Uh, in, well, it was a long time NBR radio right. show sure, with sure, Lynn sure. Rosetto Casper. Uh, new host who's doing good, and they're doing extras. So I think it counts as a podcast now. Why maybe. don't we just have a podcast where we talk about podcasts? We're obviously enjoying this so much more than the old Miss bullshit. Wesson and uh, Table Cobbleson tried to do that. Oh yeah, I forgot about that podcast. The podcast, right? Yeah, man. T- Table had made a Facebook page, but Facebook made him take it down because Facebook thought he was like a bot or something. Well, yeah, it's kind of How, a confusing name. What? Yeah, we could steal it and be um, Land Sharks after Friday podcast. Friday after next. Of after next, yeah. Um, I know what you did. Yeah, that you sounds. You just need to bring back Friday rolling, man. You got to bring it back. You Thank you. Which way? And- <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, you still have all the. You still paying for SoundCloud? Uh, maybe, maybe. And the website. And the website. So it's see, you're still you're the the investment is still there. We're, yeah, I mean, you know, ready right. to right. come back. Right. Get it done, Bedwell. Well, well. <laughs> I may been, need you. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. Like I said, sorry that we had to talk about old Miss stuff. For some reason, that is the topic of this podcast. But I'm glad we got to spend the time together, boys. There we go. Uh, yes. obviously my co-host John Stefanczyk is rarely, rarely in these United States of America back in Deutschland. Uh, hopefully he's having a great time. I'm sure he'll listen to this and text at like 4am or some crazy shit because you know, it's like a different part of the world. Oh no, whatever. he's going to wake up and see all of this. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's right. He probably did go to bed before Nakobe Dean. No, no, that's not true. Cause I think he, I think he was awake for sure. Cause it would have only been like seven or eight at night. He had a coffee, stay up, and then have a beer. Mm-hmm, right, drinking some of that, uh, I don't know, Hefeweizen or something. I have no idea. Um, but, yeah, yeah. obviously, I hope he's having a good time. Jealous that uh, we have to be here. We're uh, on the same continent as Ole Miss and uh, this signing class. But whatever. Uh, boys, it was it's fun. It's over now. Thanks to the boys, uh, Wes and Dean and Will Bedwell, uh, two great friends of the show and great friends of myself personally. It's always fun to hang out, guys. Thank you for making the time. Uh, obviously, if you like the show, you can find us various websites, outlets, podcast uh, venues. You know, wherever you get your podcast. If as long as you get your podcast through Apple Podcasts, that's where you'll find it. Uh, if you don't have an iPhone, and you want to listen. You can listen on SoundCloud. Um, it shouldn't be too hard to find us. Landstrikesafterdark.com is our website, uh, recently redesigned by a friend of the show, Sean Ray. T- too afraid to come on. Tried to, tried to get him on a few times. Waiting on you, Sean. Why is he afraid? I, I don't know. Maybe he's, maybe he's not really afraid, but, what, but you West. tried to get him. You tried to get him on uh, like a trying. couple months ago, right? And it was like, we're doing it now. Come on, Sean. What was his excuse? I don't remember. 
Always something. I just, I gotta go to bed or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Again, I'm an Ohio State fan now. He's he never. Yeah, we gotta on, get him on to defend, uh, to defend Ohio State. That would be great. Love that. <laughs> God. Love that. Uh, um, yeah, but so yeah, that's. But my point is, if you're looking for the show, looking for old episodes or anything, LandsharkXpark.com. It's that simple. Uh, our show's on ArmchairAllAmericans.com as well, and uh, so you can check it out there if you want. Um, and we're on Twitter, although it's basically a dead account. Just like tweet out show links and crap like that. But whatever. Um, it is what it is. Another sign day in the books. Uh, that feel that familiar feeling, folks. Feels Bring good. on 2019. Feels good. Yeah, boo 2018. It's time for 2019. 2019 is going to be the year it all comes together for us guys. Everything's. We're leaving Ole Miss sports in 2018. Yeah, people. we're gonna. This is gonna be a podcast about podcast in 2019. I can't personally. I can't wait. All right, thanks guys uh, for Weston, for Will. I'm Justin. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Shorty shouldn't be so rough But as the world